Hello. Hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kara. <laughs> I'm Megan. And we're the Witch's Magic Murder Mystery Podcast. Hello. Hey, we got a full episode today. <laughs> Kara brought me a cookie. I <laughs> had Reese's Cups for Reese's. her. So we are both in the mood for sweets today. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you're on the YouTube video, <gasps> I wanted to show you some of the merch stuff that I got in. So one is the sticker sheet. It's so fun. Which I'm really happy with it. They're the perfect size. Yeah. So people always ask for stickers, mm-hmm. but before they didn't offer these until this season. Yeah. I didn't want to sell individual stickers because the shipping price that you would pay is so stupid. Like you'd end up paying like, you know, just 20 bucks for one sticker, which I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. That that feels wrong. Yeah. But now they have sticker sheets and I feel better about it. Yeah. So if you um, want to go check out the merch, you can go to the show notes on Mm -hmm. any episode. Oh, yeah. And if you're a Patreon member at the Body of a Goddess or the Janet levels, you have a discount code Mm -hmm. and it's in your, it's in the post. So just, if you've just joined, scroll back. Last note for the Patreon Mm -hmm. is if you are a Janet. Oh, yeah. We need your Instagram. Yes. So message us either on Patreon or you can email us or message us on Instagram, however you want to do it. Let us know your Instagram handle so that we can add you to our close friend circle. I keep calling it only friends. Only friends. <laughs> it's like only fans. Yeah, but for friends. friends. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So send us that if you haven't already. Because I think there's some people who have joined. And right. Yeah. You know, we've missed telling them that. Because there's nowhere that I can find yeah, to for, to it. for Patreon to ask yeah. for me. I think that's yeah. all. I think that's all the things I had mm-hmm. for you. Okay, so full episode today. Yes. I don't know how to pronounce anything, so it's going to be a We lot just of had fun. to look up how to pronounce something. Uh, it's in Hungary, so. Najiref. Najiref. We're going to get that one right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have places in my episode that I don't know how to pronounce either. Okay, good. And I'm not even going to look them up. Don't. Because I'm living on the edge. Let's do it. Living on the edge. Aerosmith, <laughs> y'all. Great. It's amazing. Great. I put a note at the top. I was like, note, the person's name her last name is Fazekas. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Fazekas. The way, <laughs> the way your voice trailed off. Fazekas. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's right. Um, her first name is spelled Z S U Z S I. A lot of them call her Susanna or Suzanne. Looks like Susie. Susie. Yeah. With the Z's. So this is um, a little bit of mix of witches and murder and fun serial killers. It looks like my Patreon. Ooh, <laughs> it looks like my Patreon is going to be a little wix of a little wix of little wix of Mitches, <laughs> <laughs> a little mix of witches and murder. I just posted it to vote on yesterday, but people were I wild knew, again. I knew, like I almost went ahead and started researching that episode because I thought this is definitely the one. That oh I yeah, made. okay, Najirev. Okay is a little farming village in Hungary. It's about 60 miles southeast of Budapest. And these ladies started out as like your typical nurse or midwife in Najirev. Mm-hmm. Um, it was around World War I time frame. And um, there's no really like hospitals there because it's kind of rural. So these women were just like really well known in the town. Okay. Uh, it was really just two little besties at first how it starts like us mm-hmm. yeah this will be us one day April. no don't come after us <laughs> don't we didn't do this so julius is the name of one of the ladies really was there to take care of people's medical issues and she had really only been in this town for a couple of years maybe three some of the articles say nobody really knew where she came from but she just had the reputation of she was there to help during the time frame these women 
had arranged marriages. So, what time frame are we in? Um, 1911s. Okay. To 1920s. 1911s. Yeah. In the 11s. In the 11s. So, Hungarian marriage. At that time, the future husband of a teenage bride was selected by her family. She was forced to accept her parents' choice. Divorce was not a thing. Even if the husband was a horrible, horrible person, they still had to stay in the marriage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that he beats the crap out of you. Um, Right. Took an oath. Sorry. Not even God wants you to stay in a marriage where you're being physically abused. Okay. Right. Or mentally abused or any of it. Mm -hmm. God doesn't want you to be hurt. Exactly. (sighs) Jesus. I just get so frustrated. Jesus. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Like I said, she'd only been in town for a couple years. So these women living in the town would have some issues and they'd go to her and she'd fix them because she was a nurse. Mm -hmm. She preferred helping these women that were having these issues because the divorce thing, they just were abused. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got that wrong in the beginning. It's Susanna Ola. Uh, Fazekas is Julius. Julius is the initial nurse woman. Her partner in crime, her PSC is Susanna Ola. I got the last names mixed up. So Julius is the nurse. Yep. And then in comes her partner in crime, who is a witch. People said she was a witch. Susanna. Can't. Susie. Susie. They just called her Auntie Susie. That's a good call. Yeah, I like that a lot. (laughs) Big fan. Big fan. (laughs) They started performing abortions for these women. These poor women in these horrible marriages would just be like, listen, like, I am abused daily. Like, he's a drunk. I can't. I can't have this baby. And they would be like, we've got you. Like, we've got this. Let us take care of you. And they would. And they didn't have hospitals. But these women survived. Oh. So, I don't know. They were witchy. So. Yeah. Um. So, let's go to war days when um, husbands had to go away to war and... um. Prisoners of war would come to their town, to Nanjirev. Oh. And these women are like, man, these foreign guys. Oh, no. Hey, hey foreign boys. So, um, their prisoners... <laughs> were all the husbands bad? Yeah. Were all I, of the husbands see, bad? you know, that's questionable. It sounds questionable. Uh-huh. Um, but then these women are like, you may be a prisoner of war, but you should still be taken care of. Oh, so my God. They would go out and about with them. And then just hang out. They go hang out. Yeah. They be friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, Megan, I don't think that the husbands really liked that when they came back from fighting in World War One. Well, no. No. Why, no they've been at war. They've been at war, and they said they're prisoners. Of, the ones who were abusive. They can go back to war. Oh, okay. <laughs> they can go kick rocks. Right. But the other ones. Right. Who were presumably not all abusive. But also, you're sending prisoners of war to your town where these lonely women are and they're there taking care of them tending to their wounds or whatever and then their wounds their wounds they're tending to a lot more than wounds why did that's what they ended tending to so (laughs) okay yeah they got back obviously and we're just like i don't want to be like this is stupid yeah we're married you have to stay with me but it can be horrible to you these women started going to julius and auntie Susie. And they were like, what are we going to do? Um, we can't handle this anymore. So <laughs> I can't handle having I my can't. POW boyfriend. Right. And my husband at the same time. Right. And now. Good Lord. Everybody's lost their minds. So they were like, listen, 
No unmarried woman can have a faithless lover punished by death. And um, we're going to con- consider ourselves the widow makers. Our group's going to be the widow makers uh, of what they're seeing in a town hall meeting. <laughs> Guys, we voted. We're now the widow makers. The widow makers. Town hall meeting. In the, in the meeting, every husband's like, <clears throat> excuse me, what? <laughs> As I am. I, I came for the pimento cheese. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. And so they were like, we also will not relieve a husband of an undesirable wife. We will not help with this. So we're so only unmarried and unhappy with your partner. Forget about it. You can't be in our group. Um, if you're a married man and you're unhappy with your wife, forget about it. You can't be in our group. So only the married women get to be unhappy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, even if they're unfaithful, it's fine. I'm feeling... I don't, I'm, you know, women solidarity. Yeah. But this is not sitting right mm-hmm. with me. I'm having a little bit of problems here. Yeah. I'm assuming not all the husbands were terrible. And also that you can't. Right. Why is it okay for the women yeah. to be awful? Yeah. Okay. Like if they get real awful, but. <laughs> yeah. You don't um, have to be in our club. Yeah. Our widow makers unite. It's like babysitter's club, but it's not. <laughs> you call a phone number. <laughs> Hey, Claudia's like, okay, just a minute. Let me talk to Marianne. Let me make a note of this. Hold on one second. I've got to write down your address. Um, okay, so they were like, you know what? I know what we could do. They started boiling arsenic off of strips of fly paper to sell to the women. But it was only that specific criteria of women. If you were a random woman that's not married and you just were annoyed with your boyfriend, sorry, you're not a customer of ours. So basically every married man is in trouble. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like in one of these articles I read that the guys were like, we were kind of terrified for our lives. Like after it started coming out that these men were being poisoned and stuff, we we straightened up. We stopped drinking. We were nice to our wives. Are you serious? So they had about 50 poisoners in their group. <laughs> Didn't you say this was a small town? Yeah. Uh, then they started calling themselves the Angel Makers of Najirev. Angel Makers? Mm-hmm. They made people into angels. Wow. Some mm. PR person was like, we shouldn't say widows. No. Oh, angels. A lot happier. It's a more yeah. positive yeah, connotation. Yeah, we're just, we're just no. killing people. So this one article said, in fact, some women decided to be rid of more than just an inconvenient spouse and began to poison other annoying relatives and even their own children. Occasionally, they poisoned one another. Uh, Marie Cardos murdered her husband, her lover, and her 23-year-old son. Just before he died, she got him to sing for her. Knowing he was poisoned, she listened to his sweet voice in the midst of his song. He clutched his stomach and was soon dead. Giving testimony years later, she seemed to think this event rather delightful. What? It was like some sort of like widespread psychosis. Yeah. Like what she you considered it doing? a particular you freaking child. Yeah. And then the death of her husband, she had considered like the best Christmas gift ever. <laughs> this is so weird. And I mean, it was a long time ago, but it wasn't long enough ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So I thought for a hot minute that this. Because I stopped, I was like 20 pages into re- like having research on my page. And then I got to the one thing to figure out how, that girl's video to figure out how to pronounce it. Because some people were like, this isn't real. Like, there's so many different ways that this played out. Like, there's no way it's real. And there was a person that was like, I'm from Hungary and this story is very real. Like, this story is very, very real. And you haven't told the gory details of it. How? I was like, oh. I wonder how isolated this 
this town was. I mean, it's just the whole thing. You know how, I mean, when you mm-hmm. are in a group of people. Yeah. If they're all doing a certain thing, that thing starts to seem normal. Right. 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 The easiest example is like certain drugs that maybe you wouldn't want to do. But if all your friends are doing it, you know, it's yeah. everything you learn in middle school, whatever. Is this a thing where this is just the world they lived in, where suddenly this was so commonplace yeah. that it's just suddenly like, yeah, it's just a thing we do. Yeah. And maybe if it's isolated, which now I want to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to understand. You know, you I need know. To know. You know how I, I am. I know I Megan to... always has the questions that I'm like, oh, that didn't even pop in my head. I just need to understand why. Why did this happen? Um, of course, the first thing that comes up is the angel makers. <laughs> is it isolated? Can I just type that? The next thing is how to, how to pronounce it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> There's probably no quick way for me to look that up. Yeah. But, I'm just, but look at them and they're in photos. Just normal. Little, little ladies. Sweet looking little yeah. old ladies. I just can't believe this. I cannot believe that this. But this many people oh, yeah. were like, I'm in mm-hmm. and I'm just going to start killing people and apparently not yeah. even feel bad about it. Yeah. Also, let's not get divorced because that's right, wrong, right. but murder. Mm, that's fine. 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 Our families will approve of that Wow, because they're dead. Okay. So Najirov soon became the murder district and <laughs> there were about 45 to 50 murders over 18 years that Julius lived in the district. <laughs> and they were never like, hmm. So like this murder woman, ten, this woman had never shown up. Would this have happened? Right, probably not. It would have just been seeing their POWs and sending them on their way. That is always the weirdest thing to think about. Oh, I know. Is like how one thing, yeah, can set off this crazy mm-hmm. chain of events. Yeah. Also, listen to this. So Julius's cousin, the main, the head leader of this group, filed the death certificates. So when a death would happen. They'd be like, oh, this was a drowning. Oh, this was a whatever. This was, you know, alcohol. Because they knew it would be suspicious if they. Mm-hmm. Wow. No officials were ever like, oh, this is questionable because they all had reasons on their death certificates of what happened. Yeah. So they never exhumed the bodies because they had no reason to. Even and, though there were of course, a crazy there number of Because mm-hmm. the wives aren't. Right. They were probably just like, oh, he's an alcoholic and he he's gonna was so drunk right. and he fell in the river. Because normally it would be your wife or your right. husband who would be mm-hmm. like. I don't think this is this doesn't yeah. sit right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now. With products from $59.99 to top-of-the-line straighteners, each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh, got a so straightener exciting. and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting-edge MCA anionic technology so you brush it through your hair it straightens as it goes and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50 percent. and i've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out i really loved it okay so i got the air hype i'm obsessed with it i have just like naturally 
curly, wavy hair. So it was a huge game changer for me. It dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny, which I noticed immediately. Mm-hmm. I didn't even need to straighten it afterwards. And usually I do because usually I have all those wild like curls left over. Yeah. The wind power on this thing is intense. It's wild. Like I turned it up. I was like, let's play with these buttons. Okay. So it has three magnetic styling attachments. They're all amazing. You know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's going to be so tangled. Not with this one. Nice. And it's magnetic. So it's great. So right now, you guys, our listeners can get 30% off their first order at timobeauty.com. T-Y-M-O beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Summer is the season of hot temperatures, outdoor adventures, and refreshing water activities. Summer is also the season of rough on your feet causing dry, cracked heels and toes. Introducing Babyfoot, the original exfoliation foot peel that contains 16 natural extracts formulated to remove dead skin cells in three easy steps. Apply the booties, relax for an hour, then wash your feet. In 14 days, you've got baby smooth skin and your feet have never been softer. Letting dead skin cells build up over time is hazardous to your foot health. Our professional-grade DIY products, like our original exfoliation foot peel, our men's foot peel, or our moisturizing mask, are some of the best foot care products on the market created with your foot health in mind. Pamper yourself with a spa day from the comfort and convenience of your own home with Babyfoot. If you want a chemical-free, easy-to-use exfoliating process from the company that created the original foot peel, it's time to treat yourself to Babyfoot. Go to babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24 and get 20% off your first order with Babyfoot. That's babyfoot.com and use the code SUMMERFEET24. Like I mentioned a minute ago, there's several conflicting stories, which was why I was like, "Mm, is this even real? But that woman was like, you all aren't even telling the gory details on that one girl's video. The search I just did, it happened. Yeah. So there's three or four, I think it's four stories that I found that kind of play into this. Mm -hmm. And some of them tie together. So you're like, oh, yeah, this does make sense. But some of them you're like, "Hmm, what? Okay. Okay. And one... One of the angel makers was caught in the act by two visitors who survived her poisoning attempts. And then she pointed a finger at Miss Bukinovsky, who named Julius as the person that was like the ringleader. So they're saying that these two people survived the poisonings and were like, we know who did it. And that's how the authorities were alerted. And another one, a medical student in another town found a lot of arsenic levels in a body that washed up in a riverbank, which led to another investigation, which led to them being like, hey, this person's from this town. Go look into the deaths. Mm -hmm. So maybe because they're saying that some were accidental drownings. Yeah. And like maybe maybe Mm -hmm. both things could be true. Yes. So then another... They're saying that the killing stopped because a Miss Sabo was acting as a nurse, got caught poisoning a man's wine, and then another patient complained of the same thing. So then when they questioned this person who admitted to poisoning her mother, she was like, I'm going to tell on everybody. And then they brought in Julius, the head person, to question her, and she denied everything. So they were like, whatever, we're going to set up a trap. 
so they watched to see if she would go about like warning the other girls that were involved in mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. She wandered around to their houses and were like, or she was like, my arsenic factory is closing. Don't tell a soul about what you know. No one was mm. in the room when it happened. <laughs> they were like, well, she's clearly pointing out everybody that we need to arrest who's involved in this. So this is great. They were just like, well, we, you know, we've got you. Here we go. They searched her house, found evidence in the attic. They found general nurse stuff. They found arsenic flypaper in the floorboards they, and in the ceiling. They found um, more than a dozen like pint bottles that were filled with water. And in some, the flypaper was soaking and some they just had water in them. Mm-hmm. So they assumed that those were ones that were already done that they were, she was getting ready to sell. Right. It just says she stayed in her house and acted like nothing happened. And then they just were like questioning people and started questioning widows and ringing doorbells. And then all these people started coming forward and were just like, this is what happened. This is what's going on. My neighbor saw this and we're going to do this. So they were like, okay, we're going to start exhuming these bodies then. Oh my gosh. They did find a lot of bodies that had tested positive for arsenic, and they charged her in the case. That was one of the stories. Another one is um, a Hungarian-American historian and author of the first scholarly book on the subject said that the murders were finally made public in 1929. What's her name? Bella? Bella Bojo. 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 Um... And <laughs> this one kind of goes along with the other one. Authorities decided to exhume a dozen corpses from the local cemetery out of 50 bodies examined. 46 had arsenic. Clearly, it all traced back to the midwife who had. Yeah. Done, I mean, who else? So they're saying that in this account that the police chief got an anonymous letter which was telling that the reason they exhumed all these bodies it said um there was a mysterious death men in the village were just being murdered so y'all need to look into this and the police chief was quoted in saying this probably is written by a practical joker but you better check it out so they go look into it it all leads back to her like i pretty much like everything i said in the other one pretty similar Mm -hmm. account to that I wonder why there's so many different stories. I don't see. That's why I was like, is this true? I mean, I wonder if it's just like. It's so old. But it's, it's not that old. That's what I was going to say. It's really but maybe not in, that old. in Hungary, maybe mm-hmm. the um, media and news coverage right. and stuff is different than it was in other places. Right. Because the story I have for my Tuesday episode, uh-huh. it, it also happened uh, in the 20s. Yeah. But it had huge widespread media right. coverage. And so maybe it just depends on the part of the world we're in. Because this is definitely, you know, it's hard to remember a time before the 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. But it basically started with September 11th, you know, mm-hmm. the events that happened here on September 11th. So it's it's weird to think now that anything happens that's right. not covered somewhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe back then, because yeah. maybe this was... I just keep thinking it had to be How remote is this? It had to be something. Yeah. How else would they have just gotten into this place where, like, this is normal? Right. Without some more outside influence, you know? Yeah. And one of the articles also said that she had gone into, like, a pharmacy-type place and asked them, just, like, just asking for a friend. Um, But what would happen if somebody died 
because of arsenic poisoning. I mean, is that, is that like, is it, it's, it's going to get out of their just, system, I'm right? I'm on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just working on a story I'm doing for the news here. Um, I was just curious. But, because uh, I heard word that this might be going on around town. Um, but how, that doesn't stay in their system, right? And they're like, no, for, for pretty much ever. Like, it's going to be in there for a long time. Doesn't she's it like, have but, a smell, too? I, I think, think so. It is that almonds or something? Or no? smell. I don't remember. I think it is almonds. It's something like that. Yeah, but they're like, ma'am, no, it's in their fingernails, it's in their hair, it's in pretty much everything when tested. And she's like, okay, thanks so much. <laughs> it's like, so someone it's said that she, like, it's literally fine. walked out of the pharmacy looking like a ghost. Like, oh, crap. Like, uh, oh, crap. Uh, what do I do? Maybe, maybe murder. Maybe I shouldn't kill people. I mean. Yeah. And then another article said that um, another way that they got caught when they were exhuming the bodies, the person that was doing the death certificate, her cousin or whatever that was doing the death certificates, was putting the murder weapons in the coffins with the deceased. So there would be a cake covered in arsenic or a wine bottle with arsenic in it. Or like fly vapor or any of these things. I guess they because they were trying to get rid of the right. Just, yeah. Once it's buried, yeah, safe. it's gone. But I mean, no. burn it. What do you yeah, mean? Exactly. What? That might get into the air, Megan. Then they'll get what arsenic. It? That's what I was just thinking. I don't know what. I don't know what's that old movie, Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, that's such a good movie. Uh, so they really did dig up. Like in all these cases, like they did dig up bodies and find arsenic in them. So they end up arresting. All these people. So out of those, like, 50 people, I think, 38 are arrested. They ended up arresting a few more in between there. But 26 of these people actually went to trial. Eight of them got a death sentence. Seven got life. Others spent time in jail. Auntie Susie died. And they're saying that the Julius person, there's a couple of different accounts of her death. They say that... She may have committed suicide by her own poisoning. Mm. Some say that she was found with just like pots of boiled flypaper around the around her. Others say she hung herself. So it's just like all sorts of accusations. But it of seems what that happened. she right. caused her own death. Yeah. So nobody really knows. Like nobody really got to talk to her because she was just like, screw this. I'm not going to jail for this. I wanted to see how arsenic kills a person. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty awful. It looks really bad. It starts like intestinal pain. issues. Yeah. Vomiting. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a real terrible death. Yeah. It's going to be real gross. Yeah. Who wants All it? murders no. bad. Yeah. I'm not trying. Who, who, but I was just curious. I'm like, you know, I, of who's... course, you always hear about arsenic, but I'm like, what yeah. actually does it do? Does it just yeah. stop your heart and you're dead? Or is right. it? Right. No, no, no. Seems like it's pretty painful. Yeah. Um, let me, but listen, oh, Megan, um, they really couldn't help it. Hmm. They couldn't help the murders. Oh. You want, you know why? Because the authorities said that these women were crippled by madness for 15 years. You know why they were mad? Promiscuity. They're promiscuous girls. And that promiscuous girls. Exactly. On here I put right Alexa now. playing Nelly Vertado promiscuous yeah. girls. That's the only way. I want you on my team. So does everybody else. That's the best yeah, my favorite part. Exactly. Um, so that's that's the only way authorities could explain. The cult madness, the cult killing sprees, is that they just were promiscuous ladies and that drove them to insanity. And and I'm over here with silly theories like maybe they're isolated and it's a psychological right. thing of the mm-hmm. no, no, crowd. No, 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 it's no. definitely they. It's those POWs that got a hold of them. They're wandering wombs. <laughs> I think we can agree there is a mental problem here. Right. I'm just not sure we can blame sex for this one. Right. Mm, you know. I mean, 
It's questionable. If there are some bad men in the group who beat their wives, it was right. the whole goodbye Earl situation. Uh-huh. That's a whole different thing. 50 women ganged up on them. Right. And then they thought, mm, we're going to make some money off of this, selling our poisons. So. Right. This is like, good Lord. There's nobody really to point to and be like, here's how this happened. Except for Julius. Well, yeah. And Aunt Susie, if she hadn't shown up. Yeah. Two bestie witches. Yeah, that's not us. It's not no, us. it's not us. It's not us. That's it's the not, beginning. Not, I take it back. <laughs> she didn't mean it, guys. She didn't mean it. Okay. So don't kill people with flypaper, guys. Does current flypaper still contain arsenic? Surely not. Okay, oh, let's look better. That's something I didn't think about. Historically, yes. Uh-huh. Arsenic extracted by soaking flypaper in water has been used by several convicted murderers. Among them, Frederick Seddon, never heard of him. Mm-mm. Florence Maybrick, never heard of her. Mm-mm. And the angel makers of Najirev. So just for much of the 19th and early 20th century. Right. Oh, click on this one. It's the sticky stuff on flypaper. Fly traps. Toxic. It is unlikely to result in significant toxicity. Okay, good, because I've touched many of those and gotten them stuck to me before in the barn. So, <laughs> so no, you're going to oh, be still fine. alive. You're going to okay. be fine. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, that's a good that's story. That's a doozy. I mean, good and terrible. You know? Yeah. Good is an interesting. Right. Don't better kill word. people. Don't but. kill people. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I meant to, at the beginning of this episode, mention this. Yeah. Some of the biggest true crime news. Oh, my God. Ever. Oh, my God. Adnan Syed is out of prison. Out. He's out. And I shared it on our Instagram. I can't if we talked about it last week on the podcast, how the prosecutors were saying they had made a motion to like, yeah, reverse his mm-hmm. whatever. They were like, we are no longer confident in his conviction. Right. And they weren't saying he's innocent, but they They're were saying like, there's other evidence. I think there were at least two other mm-hmm. suspects. Yeah. The defense didn't know about it. Right. And apparently one of them is someone who said, I will kill her and I know how to get rid of a body or something like that. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. And so I'm just like, what? <laughs> so if you, I mean, I feel like most of us being who we are, yeah. we probably all listen to Serial. Right. It was like the first, the original. If not, go back and binge it. True crime podcast. Season one. <sighs> Amazing. I never really got into it after season one. But right. Season one, I was obsessed. Is it Sarah Koenig? Yes. Her, her voice. voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's I love so- her. Amazing. It's Incredible. so it's such an easy listen. You feel like you haven't listened to it at all and you're like five episodes in already. And just everybody I knew listened to it. Even mm-hmm. people who weren't into right. it. Exactly. And people who haven't really listened to much of it since, but mm-hmm. everyone listened yeah. to that. This was like the begin it's the OG yeah. of true crime. Yeah. And so the fact that he's out of prison fascinates me. And so now yes. it's like they have to decide if they want to try him again. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is all just my opinion based on what I've read. Right. It doesn't seem like they're going to try him again. No. Like, it really doesn't. When I read between the lines, it's yeah. like, it really seems like they're they leaning to towards it. these yeah. other suspects. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, who are they? I want to know. Yeah. Is, is it someone that Sarah talked to? Is it Jay? Aiden Jay. Oh, listen, I'm not saying he did anything. No, this is just our opinion. My opinion. Both of our opinions. He is yeah. crap. Yeah. I don't like him as a human. Yeah. I don't wish him any ill will. He seemed to be a horrible friend. Unless to he did kill someone. Right. right. If he did, then I have problems. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just not my kind of person. He just was not a good friend. Allegedly. <laughs> I love how we're like, we um, don't want to get sued. Allegedly. Don't but we think he's us. garbage. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just so fascinated by who it could be. Yeah. And what parts of that story we don't 
already know. Yeah. And what would make someone say those things about her? Because based on what, everything I've ever read about her. Right. What could she have been doing she to get people sweet back little, out of trouble? Yeah, she was just a school. good kid. Yeah. So we all need to refresh ourselves oh, on that story. Yeah. Yeah. So that's some really amazing true crime news that um, I'm it's happy wild. to hear. And, you know, whether you're convinced mm-hmm. of his guilt or innocence, yep. either way, you should be happy oh, yeah. that people are this dedicated to making sure they get the right answer. Right. You know? Yeah. And wasn't this one of those projects? The Innocence Project? Yeah. I don't know. Was it? I don't remember either. I don't know. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Widowmakers and Nonsweighhood. <laughs> Tell her. Tell Chick-fil-A our cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nelly Furtado. Yeah. We, we got covered it all. We covered everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. We love you so much. Goodbye. Bye-bye.